Birthdays are extremely important. These last few months, I've been blessed in my own family to have a sister and a sister-in-law give birth to two nephews of mine. And those births have been wonderfully important and beautiful and wonderful. And every time I see those children, which isn't often, I'm just filled with love. And that started on their birthday. And as we get older, our birthdays have a significance. It's a time that tells us how old we are. It kind of gives an understanding to our life. I was born on this day in this year. Today, actually, is Brother Thomas Mary's birthday. So happy birthday, Brother Thomas Mary. Birthdays are a big thing. Yet in the church, liturgically, we almost never celebrate birthdays. The only two solemnities in the entire liturgical calendar for the birth of someone are the birth of Jesus, the obvious one on Christmas, and today's celebration, the Nativity of John the Baptist. Why is it that we celebrate the birth of John the Baptist? Every other saint, especially on his or her feast day, it's usually the day that they die, or in the case of martyrs, the day that they were killed for the faith. We celebrate death because of its new birth into life with God for saints. Yet, we celebrate a birthday today. Why is that? Well, if we turn to our scriptures, we see three really important reasons why we're here today celebrating the birth of John the Baptist. The first is the amazing and marvelous and incredible and indescribable love of God. As we heard in the psalm in that refrain, from our mother's womb, The Lord has loved us. Before anyone else knew us, the Lord loved us. In fact, the reason that we're here is because the Lord in His creativity, in His love, created us. Everything is the result of God's love. God's love is so powerful that it can give to Zechariah and Elizabeth, a barren couple, a child in their advanced years. God's love is so powerful it can call forth the prophet Jeremiah at a tender age to preach boldly the love, the mercy, the goodness of God. Love of God is powerful. But not only is it powerful in this almost miraculous way it works, but in the everyday interaction that we are called to have with this love. That that God's love is not just outside of us. We don't just go out of our ordinary life and meet God and His love and then go back to the everyday, to the mundane, where we don't know and see God's love. But God's love is so powerful that it permeates every single moment of every single day. And when that love starts to infuse itself into our life, when that love becomes the reason for our life, when we start to see that love even in the struggles of our lives, we start to see the power of that love. And we start to do things that we of our own accord could never possibly do. The birth of John the Baptist also helps us realize the importance of living and striving after righteousness. That as much as God loves each and every one of you, and He does, He loves you Without, without measure, He loves you. He, in fact, He gave His life for you. As much as He loves you, you have to strive after it. You have to choose to follow Him. 
He loves you so much that he's going to meet you wherever you are, but he loves you too much for you to stay there. But you need to walk with him. You need to choose to get up. Zechariah and Elizabeth were dealt a difficult hand. They wanted children, but they were not blessed with children. And yet they remained faithful. And what happens when Zechariah in that moment goes into the temple? The people are outside praying. And they're praying to God. They're asking God for his will to be done. And yet because of their own striving after righteousness, they're interceding on behalf of Zechariah. So even in our pursuit of holiness, even in our pursuit of righteousness, we may have an effect on someone or something that we know nothing about. But we have to choose that. As blessed as John the Baptist was from the moment of his conception, he made the choice to follow God. As blessed as Jeremiah was to proclaim and prophesy in the name of the Lord God, he made the choice to follow God. So too must we. And perhaps the most important thing we can understand from this birth of John the Baptist The one that I've come back to again and again this week is this. That I, you, we are not Jesus. The salvation of the world does not hinge upon you or me. It's the work of the Lord. But if I strive after that righteousness, if I know that love, if I'm constantly going to confession and praying and spending time with Scripture and going to Mass and trying to convert my heart and my life, my life will, like John the Baptist, be a signpost. It will point others to the Lord. And that is all we can ask, brothers and sisters, in this life. To live in God's love. To know that love and to direct others through our witness to that love, to that goodness, to the wonder that is relationship union with Jesus Christ. We celebrate a birth today, the birth of John the Baptist, who Jesus said was the greatest born of women at the time of his birth, and yet he would be the least in the kingdom of God. We, like John the Baptist, When we walk with the Lord, we marvel and live in his love. We recognize our simplicity and strive after it all the more. Can have the same impact that John the Baptist had. Can point others to Christ. And years from now, although it might not be a feast of the church, people will rejoice that we were born, that we pointed them to Christ, and that God was praised through our simple love of him and our neighbor.